Do you know what I found really annoying? What? Guys in workout centers that wear runner's tights. Wow. <laughs> A podcast about being a woman today. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mad. This is Best Friends Talking. running I mean be my guest but if you're in a workout studio and there's a guy with a tight I saw this uh, tv host she also complained about this she was talking about those guys on bicycles and she was on her way to work and she was on another bicycle I guess behind them and then she said that like after a while the fabric starts to get thinner and thinner <laughs> so what happens after a while it you can it becomes more like a stockings so you can see everything and that's yeah. not good yeah and in any case i mean front side can't see everything so it's like so you don't want to see that's like i don't think want it's to too see much. you know the contour of someone's excuse my language dick and balls <laughs> when i'm working out is it because you get distracted because you think it's so nice to look at or is it because you think <laughs> yeah totally that's gross. it i'm like i'm so distracted i was like oh you can't focus you're ruining my workout you start sweating for all yeah. the wrong reasons no but seriously like guys just don't don't do that you sent me a video i was very impressed uh for the listeners christine has started this new thing called pole dancing as a workout <laughs> yeah. It looked like you were kind of doing it pretty good for the totally first time. Doing it, I was like, yeah, I was working, working it. it. You know what? Um, <clears throat> it's so that I just been there once, and thank God for my yoga, you know, because I know a lot of techniques, so that really helped me. Uh, but it's so hard, and I'm it's like blue all over. But I loved it. It's like a really good workout, and it's fun, and it makes you feel sexy. So it's like, yeah, it's just plus, plus, plus. <laughs> What's not to love? I'm sure your husband is liking it. Or he didn't see the result yet, maybe. He didn't see it yet. Do you, does he know that you're going to this workout? <laughs> or is it a surprise for him, like you're going to surprise him? Hi, honey. You know what I put in the bedroom? Come in here. I just show you something. I'm going to have a little show for you. I'm going to put up a big-ass pole there and just... No, I mean, he knows. He, I didn't show him yet. I mean, that video, I felt like I looked like a koala bear that was trying to climb a tree. I'm no. like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work it out a little bit more before I show the results. But anyway, I recommend it highly. It's fun. Totally fun. Very playful. Hmm. Hmm. I'll think about it. Maybe I'll Absolutely. go to the shop too. We should go together. And then we can have a show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make our parents so proud. Don't bring them into this conversation. Here in the UK, everyone is in shock still after Harry and Meghan's yes. announcement that they're going to break free. And But now it seems like they... Uh, so I wanted to talk about like the expectations you have from your parents. and But it seems like after the initial shock, and now the Queen even have said that she 
accepts it even if she doesn't that's not what she wanted but she supports them and so maybe it's a good thing for them that they're just doing whatever feels right for them yeah i think it's great i mean but that's it's it is you know what you say about the expectation of your parents or you know your family what you're gonna do it's super hard i think you know and i meet this with my clients as well you know we we are so stuck in this conditioning that you know what we've been modeled and what we have with us from our parents and our background and even you know unaware of it and everyone wants to break free you know and it's like layer by layer as you you know you enter your teens you know you're like opposing to your parents and then you're in your 20s and you want to do your own thing and you want to explore the world like how do you function in this world who am i and then you know when you get your family it's the same like i'm not going to do it like my parents did you know i want to do my own way and It's like constantly, layer by layer, you want to break free uh, from from these expectations. You know, it's super hard. And then in the end, you end up like your parents. So it's very hard. Yeah, maybe in the end, you're like, I really appreciate my parents' attitudes and what they did. But as long as you stay aware of like, this is an ongoing process, you know, until you die. (laughs) Let's just give up. Let's no. just give up now. It's no point. Oh my god, it's like a what is it called? Ladybug. Oh my, my god, <laughs> it's a ladybug just walked across my screen. Something. It's not on my screen. Yeah, it's good luck, isn't it? we had a request from one of our listeners and we really appreciate it when you guys come with suggestions for what we can talk about and this was a really good one because it was a Norwegian woman living in Australia and she was talking about the expectations of moms to be working especially in Norway because I think she said that she kind of got in a heated discussion with another mom from Norway who kind of tried to shame her because of something she said about working part-time because she chose to work part-time after she had kids when they were small because childcare, especially, I mean, in Norway, it's uh, pretty good to be a mom. You have a lot of uh, advantages and the workplaces, they, they kind of cater to you more than they do anywhere else allow you to go home early, et cetera, et cetera. And you get a lot of support, so the childcare is really cheap. While here in the UK, for example, and also I get the impression maybe in Australia is the same, but it's more expensive. So you have to have like a pretty decent paycheck in order for it to cover the nursery and extra. So I mean, if it doesn't even cover the nursery, then yeah, that's a point, yeah, no, right? I totally feel this. This is an awesome question and topic because, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I, I lived in in uh, Holland for a while uh, with our children when they were Christopher, the youngest, was only one and a half when we moved there, and of course in Norway we really are on first class here because I mean uh, the workforce is so small in Norway, so they really need everyone to work full-time or as much as possible uh they also need us to take higher education there's like a whole political financial thing going on here her concern was that and i also i i feel what she's saying but because it's kind of frowned upon in norway almost to 
to cut down on your work day when yeah. you have kids like because it's such a big part of the women's yeah. revolution or the the women's yeah. movement that the women are able to work which is great of course and we're going in Norway we're very much uh, into being equal as the man and getting our career yeah. going we do have all the advantages you know so it's like you know appreciate them bitch I'm sorry the language <laughs> I'm a bit on today but seriously it's like you should just you know do it work full-time because every factor around you is sort of set up so you can and you should and it's equality but the fact is um I think we are a first generation indeed that that are able to do this but the thing is that uh, it is not equal you know in the end it's not equal because having a small children i mean just you know being pregnant and laboring and all that you know even though we have a possibility for a year off in maternity leave it does cost a lot you know it costs a lot from our attention um you know concentration memory span is you know decreasing and and there's there's a lot of things also it is a fact that in Norway, I think it's, it's um, even though women are, you know, in, in full-time positions, I think the statistics shows that uh, at least 50% um, women uh, have, like in the first five years, in the first 10 years of their children, a lot more sick leave at the husbands. There is also a fact of, you know, how does it go with the relationships in these years? It, I think her point was, in Norway, you feel pressured to, to focus on your career and prioritize your career and yourself, even when you have kids, when in reality, and I also heard some Norwegian experts talk about this, that we, the children are not the focus no. in this debate. It's the woman and the woman's career. And because for the children, it might be good for the mom or the dad, for example, to go down to be working just three Absolutely. days a week. Yeah. Because they stress in yeah. the morning to get to the kindergarten. The stress, it's so much stress. And, and the kids, I mean, I know how it is for me because when I'm going to the nursery, my kid never wants to stop doing what he's doing. He always wants to just do whatever he's doing and continue to do that thing. So getting him to do a new thing, like, stop eating breakfast or stop playing and get out of the get into the outdoor clothes doing new things takes time and it's so much easier for me because I don't have a deadline so I can take my yeah. time and do this and that's a real luxury I have to say I'm very grateful for that even though I'm also eager to start working because I want to accomplish things but I'm super grateful that I had this opportunity to kind of take a little bit extra time because he's never going to no. be small again and I can work mm. the rest of my life so I think if and in Norway, we are a little bit like this. We talked about this before, like everyone should yeah. do the same. So if someone like chooses to, no, maybe I'm going to stop working for mm. a few years or cut down, work half time. People are like, what? Serious? Like that's so old fashioned or that's so sexist or that it's just a man who's going to work. Maybe in a way you can feel also a little bit lucky if you have this chance. I mean, it's, I think it's like a privilege if you have the chance to spend more time with your kids so and also I don't think we should judge each other it goes the other way around too because some women that really have a important job or a, a job that they love they have to start working yeah super soon and then they also get judged I think we should just stop judging other moms so much each and every family has their own thing right yeah and they have their own system and you know the man also has you have to work something out that works yeah, for and everyone. and you can always change it up, you know. You know, to be honest, I was like, when we, we moved to uh, to Holland, um, we had both our children in kindergarten here in Norway, and, you know, the coverage there was, was great. We paid, I think, around 500 euros monthly for having both children 
uh, five days a week in kindergarten. So I could go to work full time. It was no problem, you know. That was really cheap. Right. I was, I was working in a hospital. I was hired. So I had a lot of good, you know, conditions set up there. And then we moved to, to Holland. It wasn't worth for me to work full time. Uh, because then I would have had, I was, then I would work only, the income would go only to cover uh, childcare when I was working, you know? So for me, it's like, it didn't, it didn't make any sense whatsoever because then what you get on your paycheck, there's nothing left really. And so I was like that this, it was, you know, for me to come there was like stepping back three generations. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. What the, what is the system? And it's a fact, you know, from all our friends, uh, in Holland, everyone, as the minute they had their child, uh, the women started either working freelance uh, or they stepped down to working three, four days a week. You know, there was just no way around it. And also, they start school in Holland when they're four, basically because of all this, right? Because they get them into school, which is, which is cost. So, and that's, you know, is that really the best for the children? I'm not going to go into that debate, but that was a big shock for me. So I really feel, you know, uh, for all you, you Norwegians, especially living abroad, but it's it's pretty hardcore. And I think you know when we returned from Holland here to Norway, I made a conscious choice to work uh, privately because what you said about the stress in the morning and time pressure—that's like I don't I don't want that. So I started to work privately, and for a, a minute there, I managed you know because I could start a little bit later. I didn't have to be at work at eight. But then suddenly I found myself in the position then of, of working full time um, and even more. And then I was like, this is not this is not working for me, you know, because my husband, he does indeed work a lot. And he um, he travels like once a month, goes to Amsterdam. And I was just not like I'm not feeling this because it really wore out my my energy. And I was like, I'm not I'm not going to I mean, the children are now um uh, in school or the youngest is still in kindergarten here they start school and uh, after the summer but still I was like I, I don't want this this stress you know because what would happen is that I always forget something in the morning I have to go back I forget some of their clothing or I forget my own computer or you know just forget yeah like essential things and be totally stressed out and so and uh, as I changed it up you know so now I work I work 100% for myself so that I can really uh, distribute time just as I need for our ch family. Uh, and that works really well, really well. Yeah, and I, I, there are so many good things about about nursery, I think, because I think it's so good for the children to be there. So that's another thing. Like they socialize, they learn so much. But at the same time, I think it's it's good if you don't have to be there for like a super long day from their one, like that might be a little bit early. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, in, in Holland, the system is like children can go to uh, this childcare already from their only three months because they don't have <clears throat> maternity leave more, more than three months. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was uh, checking out some nurseries when we lived in Kensington. I was walking around visiting some of them and... I saw some of the small babies in there and that it just looks really strange when you see like a super small baby lying on the floor because yeah. he can't do anything. It just breaks lying my there. heart, you know, and then, yeah. alone, you know, no yeah, one but that's, but that's holding him. Works, right? And then, and then uh, in Holland also, they have this like really long days in childcare because they have the children going childcare till like five, six thirty. I was like, what? yeah, I, uh, when I started looking here, 
in Wimbledon, the first one that I found was right by the gym. So I thought, oh, that's good because then I can be in the gym. And then they were like, yeah, we only have seven to seven. I'm like, what? Seven yeah. to seven? That's his, that's his whole yeah. awake yeah. time. So then I never get to see him. But of course, if you have a job, you probably have to have seven to yeah, seven. Yeah, of to course, because you have commuting time and you have to go to your work. And, and I mean, on the continent, that's people work from, from at least from nine till, till five you know, or longer. So if you're going to take commuting time and addition and blah, blah, blah. The possibilities here in Norway, it's fantastic. I mean, when we grew up, my mom was, I think actually she was at home for, I don't even know how long. I was like five the first time I started kindergarten. And that was only part-time, you know. And then you and I met when we did full-time kindergarten. Then I was six, you know. And that's when my mom started to, uh, I don't even know. I think she just then actually finished high school or something. Or That was when my younger sister, she's six years uh, younger than me. So when she was born, uh, my mom started to finish up school stuff part-time. And then when my, my younger sister started school, uh, then my mom started to work more you know part-time and, and I don't you know it's just it was very very different just a generation ago you know Norway is fantastic setting standards that you can have you know full career and you can continue and all this is that the back side of it is that it costs you know from other parts of your life costs your energy yeah and then people expect you to do that and maybe you, maybe you still want to take part-time it that should, should be, okay. be okay yeah it should be okay so that you don't have to be on sick leave for onward and onward because of this and that, you know. Women are, of course, just as good as maybe even better, you know, leaders than, than males. But the thing is that most of the time, this is what happens in Norway also, is that women have sort of three jobs or engagement all the time, maybe even four. So they're, they have their job, they are uh, momming, and then they are coordinating the household, and then... If you add the fourth one, it's like taking care of your relationship. I think, you know, if if you um, are going to be focusing on your career and, you know, go right ahead. But then, you know, in each and every family, you got to see if like if you have a husband that also works super much or is this husband willing to to take part um, differently so that you can have your career. You know, this is like figuring out what works for each and every household. Um, it's very important. So I think that's like mom shaming or shaming other women is like really ignorant because you don't know uh, all the facts and uh, there might be so many yeah. factors valuing into why you make your choice of, of working um, uh, less days a week or, you know, however you choose to do it, you know, it's like really like don't judge. You haven't tried. No one is exactly the same. and No one's experience is exactly the same. So you have to adjust whatever and maybe even not the same with different children like with our first baby i was at home yeah. a lot the first year and even like longer than that i didn't take any time but this time i know i'm going to take more time to myself like i'm going to take more advantage of maybe having an au pair and things like that because i'm not ready to be home again like for one and a half no. year and do nothing but the first time maybe i was you know maybe that was was natural the first time but Maybe yeah. not this time. You evolve also as a mother and you have different times in your life and different wants yeah. and needs. Yeah. And I think, you know, a happy mom is also very important for the kids. So if you're not happy working or if you're not happy being at home, you should do something different. You should 
do whatever makes you happy and then the kid will also see yeah, that. and i'm just gonna say this to to everyone listening and the happy mom is the core of the house and the heart of the family just make sure that the woman is happy for all you can do the first five years the first 10 years just like whatever you do make sure that your woman is happy because if she's happy she has so much capacity there's so much love if the mom is not happy the children are happy if the, the woman is not happy you know the man won't be happy either so it's like it's a win-win make sure that the woman is being so happy amen, amen. that we we feel that we have to do everything the same in Norway it's a bit I don't know why we are like that but we we are a little bit like we're that, super we? much like that because we're such a conformed people you know and we're also very or have been until now at least very homogeneous uh, population you know so it's like we always want to like I know that maybe that's also the backside of this equality thing you know everyone should do the same um but but that attitude is just not serving, I think, in the long run. You know, each and every woman for themselves. Totally. Yeah, do whatever yeah. works for you. And it's really interesting to hear about moms around the world, too, and especially Norwegian moms mm. around the world. Yeah, but, I mean, bottom line, in any case, for all moms out there and all women, just, like, take care of yourself. Be really clear about what you need. And because uh, that's really easy to... Uh, to lose touch of even reflect on the fact that even if all your friends and all your neighbors are doing this do it yeah. like this maybe if you feel like oh something isn't right you can choose to do things your own way yeah it's absolutely. you only have one life so it's worth it's it so deep man but it's so true yeah it's no point living your life the way others live just because no good reason learn from megan and harry yes Please take their advice. I also felt a little bit sad in the beginning. I was like, what? Who do they think <laughs> they are? That's like the reaction of everyone here. I think I was like maybe a little bit biased from that. Harry and Megan, no, don't go. All right. Well, do you have any last words for today? Probably uh, most moms listening to this. So I think, and I think the one person who can make the mom happy is the mom. So, charge. Yeah. Okay, that's it.